0: On today's Kids Corner, Liz and the gang bring another Bible News drama.
1: War in the Middle East. This is Bible News, news from God's Holy Word. The children of Israel are laying siege to the ancient city of Rabbah.
0: Press them forward! What? No! Stay back, Carl. Lucille! Stay back! Heart-throbbing action on the way. Stay tuned.
2: Welcome to Grandpa Anoli's Sunday School class. There's a good turnout today, which is typical for Grandpa's classes. He isn't here yet, but I see that he has the videometer set up. In case you don't know, the videometer is a crazy invention of Grandpa's that he occasionally uses to teach young lizards lessons from the Bible, and it looks like he's going to use it today. I can't wait to experience it, if Grandpa ever gets here. Oh, here come Liz and Lucille. Maybe they know something.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay, everyone. Settle down now. All right, thank you. Uh, Grandpa won't be able to make it today. He had to go out of town on business. But he oh, yes, Liz and me and a few others to help him put this lesson onto the videometer. He still wants us to pay close attention like we do if he was here. So, uh, without further ado, hit it, Lucille.
3: Hi, everyone. I'm glad you all came today. And I'm sorry I can't be there with you. Now, as you know, we've been studying the Ten Commandments, and we've reached a kind of tricky one, the Seventh Commandment. Lucille, why don't you tell us all what it is?
1: Do not commit adultery.
3: Right. Thanks, Lucille. Now, what makes this tricky is that a lot of you might not know just what adultery means, what it is. So I've talked with your parents, and they've agreed to let me explain it to you. So here goes.
4: Adultery is We interrupt lame. this class to bring you a special news report. We now take you to Bible News Anchor Lizard, Lizarardo Quintus Lacerda.
1: More in the Middle East. This is Bible News, news from God's holy word. Dateline circa 1000 B.C. The children of Israel are laying siege to the ancient city of Rabba, capital of the kingdom of Ammon. On the scene is Bible News correspondent Lucille Monitor. Lucille, what can you tell us? Liz, it's mass confusion. There's a fierce fighting all around, and I can tell you that the dust is so thick it's difficult to tell friend from foe. Are you in a safe spot, Lucille? Yes, I think I am, at least for the moment. I'm at the headquarters right now of General Joab, the commander of the Israelite army. I'm going to try to get a word with him if I could get closer.
0: Tell Abishai to take his people and hit the east side of the city on my signal. Yes, my lord.
1: General. General Joab?
0: Yes, what is it?
1: Lucille Monitor, Bible News.
0: What do you want?
1: Can you tell us about the battle? How's it going?
0: As well as can be expected under the circumstances.
1: Circumstances? What circumstances? Can you elaborate?
0: Well, Rabba is known as the City of Waters. It has two tiers, as you can see. An upper level and lower level. The lower level controls the water supply. We can take control of it, and perhaps of the whole water supply, but taking control of the upper city is going to be much more difficult.
1: And why is that?
0: Well, the upper city sits on a cliff. We have to go almost straight up, right next to the city walls, in order to attack it. It takes a full out frontal assault, which is a very dangerous maneuver. I know I can do it successfully, but...
1: But? But what?
0: Doing so may cost us a great number of lives. More lives than the king is willing to sacrifice.
1: The king? You mean King David?
0: Of course I mean King David.
1: Well, why don't you just get his permission?
0: I would if I could, but he is not here. He is in Jerusalem. No more questions. Benjamin, tell the men to bring the horses forward.
1: Well, there you have it, Liz. It looks like the outcome of this battle may rest with the decision of an absent king. Thanks, Lucille. We'll check in with you later. We now want to examine the King David part of this story. With me is Bible News Middle East expert, Cammie Leon. Kimmy, is it unusual for King David to not be at the battlefield? Well, is. Given David's history for leading his men in battle, it is unusual. This is the man who evaded wicked King Saul, gave the Philistines fits, and thoroughly subdued the Amalekites. Well, not to mention defeating the giant Goliath using nothing more than a sling. Precisely. David has always been a leader, until now. Well, why is that, do you think? David's men wouldn't let him go to battle. They felt he was too important to the country to risk losing his life. Well, thank you, Cammie and Leon. We'll check back in with you later. Now for the Jerusalem part of the story, we introduce you to the newest member of our Bible News staff, entertainment correspondent Lacey Longscales in the field. Lacey, where are you? I'm at the King's Palace in Jerusalem, Liz,
5: and I've stumbled onto a story that will rock the nation. What do you have for us? I have here with me a servant who works at the palace. You do work at the palace. That's right. You were on duty when the event you're about to describe occurred?
1: Sure, sure, I was there. And
5: what did you see?
1: The king took a nap. And? He got up and took a walk.
5: And where did he walk? Out on the roof. Now, Mr. Servant, what happened while the king was out on his roof?
2: He saw a woman. A very beautiful woman.
1: And what did David do? He called me over to him, pointed the woman out, and asked if I knew who she was. Did you? I didn't, so he sent me to find out. I did, and came back and told him. I said, her name is Bathsheba. She is the daughter of Eliam, and she is the wife of Uriah the Hittite.
5: What happened next?
1: David sent some messengers to bring her here.
5: David brought another man's wife to the
1: palace? He did. Uh, thank you, Lacy Longscales. Let's take a break. Bible news will return in just a moment. to Bible News. I'm Liz Lacerda, and here's Lucille Monitor, who has learned some very interesting news relating to the story out at Joab's camp, correct? That's right, Liz. Early yesterday morning, General Joab received an urgent message from the king. Well, what did the message say? Well, I have it right here, Liz. It says, send Uriah the Hittite to me. Oh, thank you, Lucille. Well, we know that Uriah arrived at King David's palace sometime yesterday afternoon. Lacey Longscales is still at the palace. Lacey, what can you tell us? Liz, I'm in the great hall of the palace. Yeah, what can you tell us about Uriah and David? Well, not much, really.
5: I mean, my sources tell me that they mostly made small talk about General Joab and the war. Nothing very interesting.
1: Wait a second. Your sources?
5: You mean you weren't there? No, I was out getting info on my in-depth report on the fashions in Jerusalem these days. I call it
1: the toga. What's up with that? <laughs> it's going to
2: be great. Yeah,
1: I'm sure it will be, Lacy. But right now, we kind of need to get back to the subject at hand. David and Uriah? Oh, right. Well, that's about it, really. After all their small talk, the king
5: sent Uriah home. Home? Yeah, he said, go home, Uriah. Rest and clean up. Oh, well, that's uh, fascinating. Uh, thank you, Lacy. Yeah, only Uriah didn't go. What? Uriah didn't go home.
1: Uh, How do you know?
5: I I saw him last night at the palace gates. He was sleeping where the king's guard sleeps.
1: Are you sure?
5: I nearly tripped over him. Wait, Liz. Uriah just came to the throne room. Can you get closer so we can hear? uh, Sure, sure, if you want. Hang on. The next voice you hear will be that of King David.
4: Uriah? My king. My servants tell me that you didn't go home last night as I told you to. That is correct, my king. But you've been away for a long time, haven't you? Yes, sire. Then why didn't you go home, be with your wife? My lord king, are not the armies of Israel and Judah camping out somewhere in the fields? Yes. And our commander Joab and his officers and troops? Yes. While they are out there, how could I go home in comfort to eat and drink and be with my wife? Because it is a gift from me to you. I do not deserve such favor, my king. Uriah! Do not ask me to do that, Majesty. I I cannot. Upon your life, I swear I will not. You are a worthy soldier, Uriah. And I do want to reward you. At least stay here in Jerusalem today. My lord, I... will send you back tomorrow, I promise. Yes, my lord. In fact, I want you to dine with me. No, my lord. I, I insist. As you wish. Excellent. Come! We'll have a wonderful time together.
5: Oh, uh, they're going away now, and I don't think I can follow them. I'm out of mic cable. It's all right, Lacey. Thank you for the report. We'll check back in with you later. Yeah? Well, thank you, Liz. And
1: don't forget about my special in-depth report on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, thanks. T- thanks, uh, Lacey. Well, interesting developments to say the least. Camille Leon, what do you make of all this? Liz, all of this fails to improve and actually damages King David's position in this situation. Well, how so? Consider, first, David is not where he is supposed to be. With his troops. Correct. Second, he secretly invites the wife of another man to his private chambers. And David himself is already married, is he not? Yes. And now David has ordered the woman's husband to come home from the battle. But this is still very circumstantial. There is no proof that David has actually done anything wrong. Well, thank you, Cammie. Liz! Oh, Liz! Yes, Lacy, what is it? Something big, I think. Something really big. So did Uriah finally make it home? No, he didn't. He didn't? No. After dinner, Uriah
5: got up and slept in front of the gates again. Well, does King David know? I think so. Yes, he just summoned Uriah inside. Well, follow him. Follow him. I am. I am.
4: Uriah. My liege. I understand you still did not go home last night. No, my lord. Uh, Uriah, what am I going to do with you? May I go back to the battle now, my king? Yes. Yes, in fact, I want you to go immediately. I have something very urgent I need you to do. What is it, my lord? Uh, servant, bring quill and parchment.
2: Yes, great one.
4: Uriah. I have instructions for General Joab. I need you to take them to him at once. Yes, my king.
1: Quill and parchment, O king. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, these instructions are extremely important, Uriah. They must be delivered by you in person to Joab, and no one except him may see them, including you. Is that clear? Yes, my king. This is my seal. Uriah, I will know if someone besides Joab looked at this message. I shall guard it with my life. Yes, I know you shall. Go. My lord. Out, everybody out. I want to be alone.
1: Looks like everyone is leaving, Liz, so I guess I'll send it back to you. Thank you, Lacey. We're getting word now that something is happening in the battle for Raba. Lucille Monitor, what's going on there? Liz, the battle has picked up in earnest. Just a few minutes ago, several squads of Israelite soldiers formed a line and are now charging the upper city walls in a full frontal assault. Lucille, can you tell us if Uriah made it back to the battle? Yes, he has. In fact, this frontal assault started just after he came back. Did you see him deliver a message to Joab? Yes, I believe he did. Well, where is Uriah now? I don't know. I... Oh, wait, I see him. Oh, he's... Dear Lord, he's at the base of the wall.
0: Forward! Press them forward! Tell them to pull back.
1: What? No! Uriah's trapped! Uriah!
0: Stay back, girl.
1: Lucille!
0: Stay back! Uriah!
1: Lucille? Lucille! Uh, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but we seem to have lost contact with Lucille Monitor. Get her back. Get her back now. Liz? Liz, can you hear me? Oh, yes. Lucille, are you all right? Yes, I'm okay. And Uriah. Lucille, what happened to Uriah? He's dead. Uriah the Hittite is dead. Oh, man. That's tragic. Things are quieting down now, Liz. The battle seems to be over. Is there any word from General Joab concerning his actions? I'll try to get a word with him. General! General! General Joab.
0: Not now. You, messenger, come here. Yes, sir. You will take the report of the battle back to the king. To the king? But it's a defeat, sir. Won't he be angry? Don't worry. I'll tell you exactly what to say. General? Not now.
1: As you heard, Liz, the general is as tight-lipped as ever. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lucille. Oh, and be careful. Thanks, Liz. I will. Camille Leon, this story is getting more and more intriguing. That's a good word for it, Liz, intrigue. So you think there's a connection between Uriah's arrival there and the sudden troop movements where he lost his life? It's hard to say, Liz. General Joab certainly did move very suddenly after reading the note given to him by Uriah. Uh, Presumably the same note given to Uriah by David. Correct. Of course, we still don't know the contents of that note. But as you heard, Joab did not seem terribly concerned about any possible repercussions for his actions from King David. And now Joab is carefully coaching the messenger about what to say to the king. Oh, Cammie, we're getting word from the palace that Joab's messenger has arrived. Uh, Lacy Longscales, can you see him? Yes, I can see him. Lacy, can you tell us what he's saying? All right, all right, I'll get closer.
2: Several soldiers attacked the city walls on General Joab's orders. We suffered heavy losses in the attack, O King. What
5: was Joab thinking?
2: How could he do something so foolish? Why did he go so near the city to fight? The enemy chased us from the wall and out into the open fields. But we pushed them back as far as the city gate, but then they shot arrows at us from the top of the wall. Oh, didn't he know they would shoot arrows from the wall? I do not know, my lord, but the general instructed me to tell you that several of our soldiers were killed, and one of them was Uriah the Hittite. Uriah? Is dead? Yes, O favorite of the lord. I see. Do, Do you have a return message for the general, great king? What?
4: Oh, uh, uh, yes, uh, uh, tell Joab not to be upset about what happened. Uh, My lord? Well, you never know who will be killed in a war. Tell him to strengthen his attack against the city and break through its walls. That is all! Go! Yes, sir. Uh, servant. Yes, my lord? Deliver this news to Uriah's widow Bathsheba at once. It's important that she knows. Yes, my lord. Leave me, all of you.
1: Looks like we're back to being kicked out, Liz. Uh, Did something weird just happen here? Uh, Yes, it did, Lacey. Something very weird indeed. Well, I think we need a break. Bible News will return in just a moment. Welcome back to Bible News. I'm Liz Lacerda, bringing you continuing coverage of the amazing story coming out of ancient Israel in the palace of King David. We take you now to Bible News Entertainment Correspondent Lacey Longscales at the palace. Lacey, it's been nine months since the death of Uriah the Hittite. What's been going on in the palace since then? Well, Liz, when
5: Bathsheba heard that her husband was dead, she spent the customary time mourning for him. And then she took up a new residence, right here in the palace. So Bathsheba is living in the palace. About a week after she moved in, they had a very nice, if understated, wedding. And the happy couple already have a new prince. They're all sitting in the throne room right now. Lacey, is
1: there something going on there? I'm hearing a commotion. Huh? Oh, I guess you're right. Boy, you've got good ears. Yes. What is the commotion, Lacey? I don't know. I think, I think someone's coming.
4: Announcing Nathan the Prophet. Nathan, I didn't know you were coming. Good to see you. My king. Come and see my new son. Oh, isn't he beautiful? He indeed is a beautiful baby. Well, have you a message for me? I've come to tell you a story, David. A story? Not your usual fare, but it sounds interesting. Is it a true story? Tragically, it
3: is. Hmm? A rich man and a poor man lived in the same town. The rich man owned much sheep and cattle. But the poor man had only one little lamb that he had bought and raised. The lamb became a pet for him and his children. He even let it eat from his plate and drink from his cup and sleep on his lap. The lamb was like one of his own children. Why do you keep saying was? What happened to the lamb? You are very perceptive, O King. Not long ago, someone came to visit the rich man. But the rich man didn't want to kill any of his own sheep or cattle and serve it to the visitor, so he stole the poor man's little lamb and served it instead.
4: That is outrageous! Such a thing should happen in Israel? I swear by the living Lord that the man who did this deserves to die. Indeed, he does. Because he didn't have any pity on the poor man, he will have to pay four times what the lamb was worth. Who is this man?
3: You. You are that rich man. Liz,
1: I've uncovered some stunning news. I'm sorry, Lucille, you'll have to wait. We'll get to you in a moment.
3: Now listen to what the Lord God of Israel says to you. I chose you to be the king of Israel. I let you rule Israel and Judah. And if that had not been enough, I would have given you much more. Why did you disobey me and do such a horrible thing? You murdered Uriah the Hittite by having the Ammonites kill him so you could take his wife.
1: Liz, you really need to hear this. Uh, Not now, Lucille. Nathan the prophet has just accused King David of adultery and murder. Nathan is right what I have proof I found the note Uriah delivered to general Joab the one that David gave to Uriah well, what does it say Lucille it says put Uriah on the front lines where the fighting is the worst then pull the troops back from him so that he will be wounded and die oh,
2: Wow
5: this is this is incredible uh, I hate to interrupt your little gab session but Nathan is spouting some serious stuff here
3: thus says the Lord. Because you wouldn't obey me, and took Uriah's wife for yourself. Your family will never live in peace. Someone from your own family will cause you trouble.
4: No, I have disobeyed the Lord. Yes, you
3: have. You showed you didn't care what the Lord wanted.
4: Oh, forgive me, Lord.
3: He has forgiven you. You shall not die.
4: Oh, my Lord and my
3: God. Once again, you show me your everlasting mercy. But your newborn son shall die. What? No.
2: No. Thus
3: says the Lord God of Israel.
5: He's leaving. It's so sad. I guess a show about
1: fashions isn't all that important after all,
5: is it, Liz?
1: No, Lacey. I guess it isn't. It seems that sin can even overtake God's anointed,
2: and is always
1: the innocent suffer. For Bible news, I'm Liz Lacerda. We now return you to your regularly scheduled classroom.
3: And that is what adultery is. David violated Bathsheba's marriage and his own. And along the way, he also chose to lie, commit murder, and kill several soldiers. even ended up causing the death of an innocent baby, his own son. This is the kind of damage that's done when we don't respect marriage and disobey the seventh of the Ten Commandments. Do not commit adultery.
2: Today we've heard a sad story. David didn't obey God's commandments. Obeying God is something we all must do. Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So remember to show your love for God today and every day by living God's way, the way of the Ten Commandments.